The Musters on the Farm. Brought to you by Southland District Council. Working together for a better Southland. And there's so much I want to see. Heading down to Glenham this afternoon on the muster, catching up with Dean Rabbit, sheep, beef and dairy farmer based down that way. Uh, g'day Dean, how's things? Good afternoon Andy. Yeah, nice free rain here this afternoon, so uh, just really topping up, or kicking off from the 20 mils we got yesterday, so finally, uh, happy days. Are you seeing any difference with that rain that you've had over the last couple of days, or is it too early? Uh, too early yet, yeah. uh, always consider that it's the sort of second and third rains after your initial for lack of a better term, drought breaker that you see the real change. So, um, yeah, just throwing some strategic nitrogen around on the dairy farm now, trying to play a bit of catch-up. But, uh, yeah, confident that looking at the weather pattern and the forecast for the week, we see a bit of a, a break in the system. So hopefully we get a bit of, bit of pasture growth to catch up, for sure. Yeah, you were talking off air just before about looking at weather apps and looking at the one that you want to agree with before you make a decision. Yeah, exactly. Normally just scroll through them all until we find one that matches what you want to do. But um, last night, looking through them, was, most of them had predicted sort of 10 mils over or today and tomorrow and a, and a few more shares later on the week. So it sort of gives you enough confidence to go ahead and, and um, put some urea on to yeah, get the covers lifted on the deer farm for a start. And then we'll look at getting some on the Swedes and kale and fodder beet as well at some stage over the next 10 days. How are um, your winter crops looking? Are they looking a bit frizzled? Uh, they weren't too bad. We've been getting nice heavy dews in the morning. It's been enough to get them sort of topped up. Um, oh, the ones that the deer have been eating definitely look frizzled. Um, it's been more of an issue than lack of rain, honestly. Just how bad is it getting with deer coming onto your crops? Because it's an ongoing problem in a lot of areas by the sounds of it now. Yeah, I think it's widespread. It's um, across the province now. Anybody that's got sort of a brisket crop, a beet crop uh, within sort of half a K of, of bush or a forestry block that's got a high deer population uh, really starting to see the, the impacts of it and it is, oh, I'm sort of guessing that the Swedes here, we've had between 5 and oh, 10% uh, smoked out already um, so yeah well, we might chuck some turnip seed in with the urea uh, just to try and fill a few gaps that it seemed to be appearing really do you think the dry conditions are having something to do with the deer coming down into the crops? Yeah, I do wonder that. Um, we've got quite a big stream that never runs dry running through the middle of the farm. But all all the springs and creeks and water sources in the bush, I suspect, are dry. So whether the deer are coming out and coming down to find water and, oh, hello, here's a nice sweet paddock, we'll just camp up here for a bit. Um, I suspect that could be a bit of a, bit of a scenario. Do you have, this, have dramas with them last year? Yeah, no, we've had had issues for the last sort of ten years really here now, but each year it's exponentially getting worse. Um, despite our best efforts, it's um, yeah, it's sort of it's becoming quite limiting uh, as to where we can actually put crops in now, um, which is frustrating, really. Without having the defensive bush, which is a massive expense, and so he wanted to go ahead and do that. Yeah, you don't need to do that if you don't have to, I suppose, because like you say, the cost doesn't really make it. Um doesn't make them conducive to making money. No, exactly, yeah. You have got yeah. some lucerne on farm, though. Uh, sounds like that's holding up pretty well. Yeah, oh, look, we don't have much. It's just a wee experiment that we sort of started about four years ago now, I think. Um, so we just cut and carry that and uh, make it into baleage. 
uh, for the dairy cows. Uh, we used to grow summer turnips for the on the dairy platform for cows um, as a bit of a feed buffer for the for the summer. But generally speaking, when when you got a good crop of turnips, because it was a good summer, so you didn't really need them. And when there was a poor crop of turnips, it was dry, and that's when you did need them. So um, yeah, we just moved away from that and, and put in this lesson and then sort of make it into baleage. And if you need it, you use it. And if you don't, well, you just stack it away and there'll always be a time at some stage throughout the season uh, that you'll find a use for it or find a, find a mouth for it to eat. So, yeah, seems to be working okay at this stage. We'll see how many years we get out of the stand uh, and then reassess the scale of it later on. Well, I was going to say, would you consider using it um, if it's going to be need to be a bit more summer safe in the future? Ah, uh, yeah, we've had two two years like this where the weather patterns are um, sort of meaning a drier year in the south. But um, we'll just yeah, we'll see see what happens. Uh, I don't want to. We'll panic slowly. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah, we can't get ahead of ourselves on these things for sure. Um, as far as lambs away to the works, how are you finding the situation? Yeah, reasonably steady. Andy, we're, we've got lambs going away next week um, and that'll put us well over halfway for the season, which is quite nice. We try to have 10% of our lambs left on farm when the ram goes out, which is 1st of April. So should that date will come around pretty quick too. So in that, but um, yeah, we seem to be chipping away nicely. This warm weather, they're just putting on weight on sunshine and rocks at the moment, so it's great. Um, you'll get into some shorn lambs and um, yeah, just creating a bit of scope, really. When you've got less lambs, just yeah, open some gates and let them go. So the weights are holding up? Oh, you always want them heavier, I guess. But, yeah, we're just sitting, being on that 18-kilo average for the year. Actually, worked out yesterday. So um, if we can maintain that for the rest of the year, uh, we'll be right. But um, average weight's nice, but I'll always fall back to the kilos of lamb per head, yeah, because that's a real profit driver in my box. Yeah, for sure, looking at the bigger picture too. Um, yeah, just everything else on farm, how are you looking? Are you pretty content with things are heading into Feb? Yeah, we are. Um, yeah, just going to go and run all the ewes through the crutch easy this afternoon and get out of them. Um, we finished shearing last week, so it's something we normally do, try and sort out a few lambing issues before we even put the ram out, which yeah. would be good. Probably find a few more works to use. Um, but apart from that, yeah, starting to just get into a few more maintenance-type jobs, I suppose, spraying gorse and tidying up a few fences that the lambs seem to be bloody good at finding holes in this year for some reason. Um, yeah, and, and it's, yeah, just a bit of normality now. Kids back at school, so it's, yeah, business as usual. Just finally, mate, this is your monthly reminder that out of South Africa, New Zealand, Ireland and France, only two of those teams make the Rugby World Cup semi-finals this year. Yeah. Saw that the other day, and it's quite um, quite a bit of heat on those pool games to make sure you're top qualified to at least give yourself half a chance, I guess. So um, it's a shame because I would have thought that those four teams probably would be deserved semi finalists um, against each other without having to knock each other out in the quarterfinals. So that um, I suppose we'll just see how the Six Nations unfolds. It's great to see the Scots get up on the weekend. Was it what? And Italy almost um, tip up the French. So. Yeah, we'll watch that over the next month with a fair bit of interest. It's um, good rugby. Enjoy it. Yeah, we've talked about it before, though, but it's all the seeding that has done well before the tournament proper. Like, might have been two years ago they went through this, so regardless of results, it all comes back to 2019, doesn't it? Yeah, they should be done on seedings at least 
Yeah, good on you, mate. Appreciate your time, Dean. Have a good arvo. Cheers, Andy. Dean Ravage there, farming at Glenham. Always good to get his thoughts on the muster. Uh, Dave Burgess from Environment Southland. Change of tack. We're talking about the pest thing again, talking about wallabies. One found at Mosburn there uh, not that long ago. Dave gives us a bit of an update regarding the situation and what actually went on there.